Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And tonight we're going to talk about you getting involved in the process because it's super important now in Oregon. Uh, you can't just gripe. You need to be doing something about it. That's why I have the phone number of the governor's office right there on the bottom of the screen, 503-378-4582. Do not dial 541. It's a window company in Bend, and the poor man was inundated with phone calls today from people dialing the wrong number. He calls me and goes, oh my God, so many people are watching your show and I'm getting phone calls off the off the hook. I just wanted to know if you sold any windows, uh, but apparently he did not. So we're going to talk tonight with um, Lane County Commissioner Dave, uh, Jay Bosevich, and he's from uh, he's going to be talking about some of the information he's getting on this. Uh, county commissioners from all over the state sent a letter to the governor asking her to reconsider this extreme risk level and look at the metrics again. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Also have a business owner in Florence, owns a restaurant, Amy Clausen, and talk about a little bit about what this means to her, knowing that this is coming up and tomorrow's the day and how that works. But first, I want to give you a soundbite we have um, from Betsy Johnson. She's a Democrat. She's a senator, well-respected senator here in Oregon from Scapoos. And I'm going to have, this is what she said last night, and then we're going to go to Amy. The restaurateurs have just had it. Uh, that the, the vicissitudes of one day we're open, one day we're closed. They hire their, their front and back of the house. Then they got to run them all off again. They don't know how many burger patties to buy. They don't know how much lettuce. People, in my experience, have just had it. They've had it for a lot of reasons. They've been locked in their homes for a year. Uh, they don't know what's going on at the national level. The guidance changes all the time. CDC just came out today with the rule that now if you're vaccinated, you can be in groups of people without masks. But we've got OSHA in Oregon saying you, anywhere you go, you got to wear a mask. They have basically had enough of government doing it to them and not with them. My favorite line of the day, government doing it to them, not with them. Amy Clausen, how are you, Amy? I'm doing good, Rick. How are you? So, Amy, I'm well. Amy joins us from Florence, Oregon, and uh, where you can see it's sunny and beautiful today. Uh, she owns the Wheelhouse Restaurant uh, right there on Highway 101. And what is this announcement of uh, extreme risk doing to you guys? Well, as the clip you just played, it's exactly right. It's hitting everybody so hard. We've had two shutdowns already. Um, we lose our staff. We're fighting with over the unemployment situation anyway with already trying to get people to come into work. And now they want to shut us down again. And we, we don't know what to order, what not to order. We've all been stocking up for the summer already. So... Um, I think I agree with you. We're all tired of government doing it to us instead of for us. It's just, it's getting ridiculous. So what's the plan at this point for you guys? What do you, what do you do? I mean, cause you don't really, you had takeout before, but you, you were talking before this, you can't survive on takeout. No, we, my husband and I, um, Darby and I have uh, made a decision in one way that the one thing that's definite about this, the two close downs that we went through, we have obeyed every every aspect of everything they've asked us to do. Um, we were not cracking the nut that we have to crack every day for a restaurant of our size on just takeout. Um, people are wonderful in our town, and and I I mean that from the bottom of my heart. We love our patrons. We love them very much. We love our other restaurants in town, 
the owners, this whole country, small businesses are suffering. So it's not a cross that I or anybody bears alone. We're all doing it. But when you think about what is going on with these closures, we can't go through it. My husband and I have made the decision. um, If we were to close these doors this time, they wouldn't open back up ever again. So you just take it day by day and try to figure it out. We have no choice but to. We we have to take it day by day and pray that somebody can talk some sense into this government. So let me bring in Jay Bosevich. Here we go. Hey, Jay, thank you for joining us. Thanks for making the time. I heard you on KPNW this morning and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is too great information. I got to hear him. So what have you learned from since eight o'clock this morning to five o'clock tonight? Uh, one of the things I've learned is there's a lot of people in Lane County that agree with me that the governor's got to put a hold on this, relook at the metrics based on today's realities of the vaccination levels we have in our community, and then relook at the guidance for various sectors based on where the transmissions are actually happening instead of just what was good last November supposedly is going to be good now in April, soon to be May, uh, you know, six months later. It, it, we're working on six-month-old data. So, the, the um, in fact, the data shows that most of the cases, and at least here in Lane County, uh, 71 point some percent are coming from the University of Oregon dorms. Is that not right? I, somebody showed that to me. Um, th- that data um, that you were looking at is what they call outbreak data. So it's it's only the the cases that are tied to a single location that are that are um, more than two, uh, so to speak. So it's and it's back to the beginning of the pandemic. So yeah, there were a lot you could trace. So the more recent cases, there are a lot of university cases in the more recent cases because the fifty percent of the cases in Lane County are between ages ten to twenty nine right now. So and that. When you think about that population, that's not the population that ends up necessarily in the hospital or dying. They have a very low risk when they get this disease. So what are you, the county commissioners, kind of explain to folks so they know, um, this is county commissioners from all over the state of Oregon, signed a letter. What are they asking the governor to do? We're basically asking the governor to put a hold on the extreme risk declaration and to relook at the metrics for the for the, where they put counties, you know, you know, what what are those metrics? Right now, it's this this magical two hundred cases um, in the last couple of weeks per hundred thousand of population. That isn't as meaningful today with as many people vaccinated in our seniors. That it's not as as critical. You know, the case count is not as critical. Um, we want them to look at what are the criteria for the various sectors of our industry for the various risk levels? So first, how you declare a risk. And second, how, how do you, um, you know, give guidance to the various sectors? It doesn't make sense to shut indoor dining down when we haven't had any contact tracing showing that that's where the transmissions are happening. I mean, restaurants take good care of sanitation. They have to, to stay open in the first place, just to keep their food license, you know, 
So they're well sanitized yes. environments. They're well ventilated because they have kitchens that need to be sucking a lot of air through them. You know? And now they're doing all the spacing at 25% capacity and everything. It's just not where the transmissions are happening. Why are we closing them down? Well, and our sponsor is Elements Health Clubs of Lane County, and they're sponsoring the show tonight because they're really concerned. Um, you know, it's the same thing with them. There's that, there's no evidence that this is contract tracing that's coming from these gyms and this kind of thing. And a gym is a place where people can go and actually stay healthy and yeah. get our immune system healthy, which is what we need to be doing with people um, so that they so we can fight off this COVID. So we're not getting as many. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. yeah. I, my fellow commissioner, uh, our chair, Joe Bernie. Um, yeah, he goes to my gym. <laughs> yeah, um, he needs to go to the gym partly to maintain his health because he's a type one diabetic, and it's right. very important for him in controlling his sugar and and everything to regularly work out. He was actually there when we had the protest last November about yep. having gyms shut down because we didn't have a lot of contact. I think there's been three outbreaks tied to gyms in all of Oregon in over a year of the pandemic. And those um, three in particular were, were massively breaking the rules. You know, there weren't, you know, no masking, no distancing, not good sanitation. So <laughs> those were the outliers. Gyms aren't the problem. So um, I'm going to read a comment here from Garrett Kerr. She owns Northwest Burger across the street from me here. Somebody had, Annie Rivera from Traveling County had put up that there are uh, some registration starts tomorrow for some revitalization funds for restaurants. Garrett says, we are looking at it, but just like every grant, it's not for sure. And it's a waiting game. I'm still waiting to hear back about my second PPP loan that I applied for in January. It's really stressful to just sit here and hope we get help. We're still very thankful, but it's not a fix at all. The other thing I want to throw in there because it irritates the hell out of me is the state of Oregon. I got a PPP loan. They're taxing our PPP loan. So you're a business. You're already struggling. You're trying to make your bills. And then the federal government doesn't tax it. That's kind, obviously. But the state of Oregon just can't get enough. And it taxes your PPP loan. That's absolutely bullshit. Yes. I mean, it is. I mean, it it's just, just insensitive. And, and, and I, I mean, it's like here, slap and then slap you again. And it's just not fair. And I think people and and the work that you have to go through, Amy and anyone else out there who's done it. My wife did it. It's 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 a full time job to do yeah. the PPP loan and to apply for all these grants. Mm -hmm. um, and you got to and, and, and they're, they don't have any employees. So Garrett and, and his wife and all of them have to work at the restaurant and do the work. They don't have time to be doing all that. Right. You, they, you, you look at all the people that are running the restaurants, Jay, didn't mean to jump, but it's the owners and them that are in there fighting for the restaurants. And so every time we turn around, we're getting another smack right across the face as if we somehow have caused all of this outbreak. Right. Yeah, it's, it's funny that they're, they're happening at all these different places, but you can't control homes where some of these are happening at people getting together. Uh, you, what do you do? Say, well, I guess they can tell them, but they, you're not going to stop people probably from getting together. But Jake, do this for me. Cedric Hayden, um, you were talking this morning that he has, he's part of this commission. Ex you explain it because you're going to do much better than I'm going yeah. to just do it up. And yeah. I'd rather have you talk about it. So Representative Cedric Hayden, who's also a dentist, um, and has medical expertise and can actually give vaccines. Uh, he's 
he's on the COVID committee for the legislature that that occasionally gets reports back from the OHA and all that. And yesterday they had Pat Allen and Dean Seidlinger in their committee, and, and he was grilling them about the the goalposts that constantly move on these metrics to a certain degree, and was asking specifically, what's the end game? When do we stop having risk levels? Can you tell me what that that metric is? And they couldn't tell him. And supposedly they were going to give him some uh, some modeling that was going to be done by at least Friday. And they gave him the links today and he sent me a copy of them. And I went through the report and the modeling doesn't show even in some of their worst case um, transmission rates that we're going to get anywhere close to the hospitalization that we had last December. So isn't that how we're extreme risk? Isn't that the reason that she stated in the, the press conference that I watched? That's why we're doing this. I, you know, it's it's a wonder to me because I'm looking at at least Lane County's numbers compared to last November and December, and we're nowhere close to the hospitalizations, nowhere close to the ICU usage we were back then. So, Jay, I know that, that the rest of the, the commission, there's um, there's quite a few very progressive people on the commission. They all signed this note, too. It, this is not like it's not a party issue anymore. This no. is a this is a save our business issue. And the people, I think the bullies online who want to try to trade, move the conversation their direction, blame all of us and say, you're, you know, you're, per, you're telling people not to go do this. But the facts are, this is, this is now destroying businesses in our area that aren't going to come back if we don't do something. Yeah. I, I believe the restaurant and lodging association said we've lost 1100 restaurants oh. statewide since the pandemic started. Wow. There are only about 10,000 in the state. That's that's 10% gone, permanently closed. So they don't matter. No, yeah. Apparently <laughs> not. It's like, it's yeah. like, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. the excuse I get is, well, they're not dying. Um, you know, with where the COVID patients, we have some that are dying. But the problem is, but these yeah. businesses are dying and that's your oh. livelihood. It's your mental mm -hmm. health. It's all the other stuff. Yeah, that, that's the thing they don't talk about. Look at everything that they have brought out of this. I'm sorry, but it gets me a little worked up because everything that's been brought out of COVID, okay? The suicides, the depression, the drug overdoses, the things that have come out of it, the true real problems that are seeming to surface here is the people that have lost everything that did nothing wrong they have been villainized for trying to save their businesses. They get people that mark them. They get people that dox them. They, I don't know where our country has gone, but I am praying that people start to remember how to treat each other and know that we're yeah. all fighting here. We're all trying to do the best with our lives that we can. And we need right. to remember we're Americans. Each day we wake up, we choose with our free will to walk out of our homes and our free will to walk into a Walmart or my restaurant or anywhere else. Somebody should not be able to tell you that you cannot go somewhere. Now, Annie Vabora says the hospital utilization thresholds are too low. Yeah, basically yes. they, they set it at 300 beds statewide for COVID patients and we've gotten up to 329, I think. Um, that That's nowhere close to where we were 
you know, even in January, we're at 1,400 beds being used in the state. Well, I'm talking to nurses at both of our hospitals here in Lane County, and they say it's not full. And I'm talking to, I called in on numbers, and it's higher than it was two weeks ago, but it's nowhere near what it was before. So, yeah. Um, so, Jay, um, in terms of, so what now? I, I, I don't want to, somebody said the other day, well, you, you can just get on there and gripe and stuff. And that's not the purpose of this. It's no. to get people off their butts and involved in this process because it's not going to change. No offense. I mean, you are a county commissioner. I, I revere that. But you signing a letter is not going to change anything. Um, it, this is the power of the people. Yeah. And that, that's what I was asking for this morning and what I've asked for today uh, on social media and through the media is, you know, the ask has been made by elected officials across this state from both sides of the, the political spectrum. The Oregon Restaurant and Lodging Associations made the ask. The Chambers of Commerce co-signed our letter here in Lane County. She's hearing from you know, business groups and elected officials asking her to reconsider the shutdown and reconsider the metrics and the guidance. What she needs to hear is from everyday citizens that back us up, that show we have, you know, that we're not just writing this and we don't have the support of the people. That's why I urge people to call that phone number, that 503-378-4582. And by the way, if you press three, you get right to where you leave the message. You don't have to listen to all the other uh, menu stuff. So I forgot to tell Rick that. So maybe when he, in his scroll, he can add the press three so you don't have to, to get there. But the more people that call in and leave a message basically saying, please postpone the extreme risk. Please reconsider the metrics and reconsider the guide, the, the sector guidance. The more they hear that from regular people that are that are going to take the time, because for every one person that takes the time to call, there's probably 10 people that didn't. And they know that. So if they yes. get thousands of calls, they know that's really tens of thousands of calls. So please try and take that that. 30 seconds to a minute to call and leave a quick message. Please be polite because there's nothing worse than her being able to say, I, you know, some conservative commissioners stirred up a bunch of people and they, they left me a bunch of profanity and, and threats on my, my voicemail. We've lost, we lost the, the high ground. So be polite. We're, you know, we catch a lot more, you know, flies with sugar than vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's true. I think people, because you're a public, you know, guy, and and I think people think as soon as you hear you asshole, you're, you're not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really reading the rest of your email. And, yeah. and I sent an email today because I, I just wanted to not leave a message. So I went on. There's also you guys. You can go on our site. And there's a place where you fill out the information, write your message. And I was, I was kind but firm. I mean, you guys, you don't have to be wimps. Be firm about what you're thinking, but be but be really kind. Put that, how would you want that letter written to you? Because God, otherwise, and, and I know people on here are frustrated, but you guys, when we call her names and we call each other names, it doesn't, it doesn't give us much credibility. We really need to stop that. I mean, and I, I'm not picking on you guys who are doing it. It's just, you know, I know you're frustrated. I know you're angry, but it doesn't do any good. Um, and, and so instead, and, and even, you know, oh, liberals and conservatives and, you know, instead, let's talk about issues. The issue is our businesses are suffering because of a decision made by our governor. That's okay. 
we don't appreciate that and we want you to reconsider. And if you don't, there's your next question, Jay. If it doesn't happen, what happens at that point? Because I'm hearing stuff all over um, of people saying, I'm going to open up. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it this time. We can't afford it. We're just done. Yeah. And, and that's, I think going to have to be a business by business decision. Um, my initial reaction when I, they, they first came out with this, the, the new closures and I understood how, how unfounded they were and wrongheaded because they're not addressing the real problem, which is people taking personal responsibility to stop the spread of the disease. It's the private gatherings and some of the personal behaviors that are creating the spread, not the restaurants, not the gyms. So, you know, at that point, you know, I, I was ready to call for people just not to obey the, the closure, but I can't ask businesses to risk the fines from OSHA, to risk losing OLCC licenses and all that. It's not my business. So, um, at this point, I'm not ready to pull that trigger, um, but I think you know there may be some need to have some kind of um, you know in-person protests up in Salem about this. It may be time to you know show up at Mahonia Hall and and voice our, our you know have the next you know instead of timber unity it's going to be restaurant unity or something like that and i don't know if we circle the capital with food trucks or something you know <laughs> <laughs> well i can tell well, you that's our message across <laughs> i can tell you clausen's wheelhouse will be the first one there and she can offer country music entertainment at the same time <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's not that we can all smile about this because it is real serious, and but we have to just work together, you guys. This is not Oregon. This is not how Oregon works. We're a state where people, we all deserve to have a say in what goes on. Amy, go ahead. I see you're, you're ready to say something. Well, this is not just, I was going to say, this is not just how Oregon works. This is not how America works. This is not how we treat people. And we can have differences of opinion. We all grew up in the era of you know, treat people how you want to be treated. And it doesn't matter if you disagree. I don't care if you're a Democrat and I'm a Republican and you're an independent and you're a liberal. It doesn't matter. Respect that person's opinion. If you want the person to ever learn from you, you learn from them. This is right. what's going on today is something that is out of this world. Yeah. Out of this world that you hate somebody because they have a D behind their name or an R behind their name. So Lori from an A behind our name. We're all Americans, period. Lori from Oak Ridge says she has a, a, a business, a motel in Oak Ridge, but it's slow because there's no food open to enjoy. So who's going to stay? She says the governor has too much power. Um, here's the thing I learned about that from Senator Johnson. Um, this was done not that all that long ago, the ability for her to have this executive order. And according to Betsy Johnson, Senator Betsy Johnson, uh, she said that nobody would ever, they were thinking an earthquake or something like that that would last for you know 30 days or something. It was never thought a pandemic and never thought over a year that something would happen. So I said, why don't you guys change it? Because there's two legislative branches that have to one agree and to, to change it. And then here's the, here's the kicker. The governor has to sign it. Yeah. So that needs to change. As soon as this is over, 
I mean, I'm sorry, minor loophole. Um, that is a big problem when the person, you know, who's who's doing this has to has to sign it to stop it. We, we, we need to we need to fix. I'm on that one really quick. That's a big fix. Um, Jay, anything else you can encourage us with? What's the next step after people and you guys? I'm getting messages. People are saying they're calling and that it's not taking any more messages. So send an email. Don't let that discourage yeah. you send an email and just write a short one. You don't have to write a, a novel. They won't read it anyway. So just write a short thing that they'll actually read. Well, if you write this thing, people write this long and it's like, eh, I, it's too much to read. I mean, I'm just being honest. This is how it works, guys. The governor's not reading it for staff. I know, but so. you're just cute. Right. Okay. So, um, Amy, good luck tomorrow. Yes. And with Thank whatever you, you decide to do. Um, and uh, tell the other folks in Florence we're, we're marching with them and uh, hoping that things get better. Um, Garrett, who came on here and talked, thank you so much uh, here at Northwest Burger. You guys, the other thing you can do is do, do I know it's, we keep saying this, but go, go, you know, go join them, eat outside. It's going to be a nice, fairly, fairly nice weather. Eat outside, help them out um, until we get this, uh, our governor, so she's listening to the people again. Um, go ahead, Jay, you got one more comment? I'm uh, just going to say, and you know, we just all need to try and continue to do the things that keep the spread of the virus under control. Um, yes. you know, it's, still a, it's still a serious, dangerous, contagious disease. And that's, you know, one thing I'm so proud of Oregonians. It wasn't really the lockdowns that kept the virus down in Oregon. It was the way Oregonians behaved and took on the challenge of not spreading this disease. Right. And, and I really want to just say that's the Oregon way. And, well, and that's the way we should be moving forward with this um, is, is taking that personal responsibility. And, you know, hopefully we'll drop the numbers enough that the governor will be embarrassed and have to reopen everything. <laughs> well, and that's what makes me a little nervous, too, because I'm reading all about India and the variant. And if the variants come in as as worse than what we were dealing with before, when you cry wolf too much, then are people going to go, ah, we already did this once. I'm not doing this again. And that kind of, that makes me a little nervous because um, you never know what's going to come out of this. This current surge is actually being driven by a variant, according to what I'm hearing from OHA through Cedric Caden yesterday. So, okay. Hey, Jay, thank you for taking your time and for starting this little thing uh, that's going on here to get people back and doing this. And Amy, thank you for coming on at last minute and, doing your thing. Thank you, Rick. Thanks, Jay. All right. We'll talk to you guys. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. All right, you guys. So there you go. As Jay said, let's do this like Oregonians, you know, and um, it's your personal responsibility. So what that also means is you don't need to go around and police everybody else about what they're doing and not doing. So um, you, you make up your mind what you're going to do and then you do it. And then you just leave other people alone. Um, we don't need a culture that's policing each other because that does nothing but tear us apart. Um, we need to be coming together right now. We don't need to be finding every little detail about people we don't like and putting that out there. And then, you know, think twice before you go online and say something. Um, I'd say that to myself. Thanks, you guys. Take this, if you would, um, share it on your page. Um, oh, hold on, I'm gonna get Andy on here. He's got one more comment. We also need to get people to go back to work. The COVID issue will pass and then our businesses will close because people are not going back to work. So step up and help out other businesses, help our businesses. Yes, Andy, Andy brings up a great point. Um, you know, you know, businesses are, are starving for, for help. 
for people to come in and work and, um, be, you know, for various reasons. And, you know, we're going to do a show. We actually priority one heating and air conditioning. We're doing a show at the end of May on this entire topic about why this is happening, why this may be happening, but um, go help out these people like Northwest Burger and that they need staff. They need people in there. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to talk about the reasons we're doing that. People aren't doing that, but we really need to get back into uh, working together. And that means taking a job if a job is available. Um, that's a whole nother issue. All right. I'm Rick Dancer. Thank you for joining us. We got through in almost a half an hour. So this will be on our page, YouTube, Facebook, and also Instagram and LinkedIn. Uh, share it with your friends. Let other people see what's going on so that we can all be involved in this. And again, thank you, Jay. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Betsy Johnson. Um, and thank all of you um, for what you're doing. And uh, just, you know, it's about it's about we the people, guys. And this is where the rubber hits the road. If you're one of those people who's watching and you go, I'm not going to, I don't have time to send an email. Then you're part of the problem. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Get on it.